0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of W.I.L.K. staff, management, or sponsors. (laughs) It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WYLK.
2: Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm not well, but... Why?
3: uh, Bronchitis. You got what he had? Yes. You said that. I was wondering, you didn't sound sick the other day when I talked to you. No,
2: this is not good, but...
3: (sighs) In any event, I'm here...
2: And yeah, but you sound
3: we'll, okay. I know. It's a
2: lot of medication. <laughs> All right. So hopefully everything is fine. Do you need a treatment um, program for it at this yeah. point? Okay. <laughs> Cause, but in, in any now. event, I just think
3: it's it's allergies gone bad. You know, okay. it just
2: got to that point.
3: In any event. And the, the allergies are crazy. And all those, on the, like, I have three oak trees in my yard, so all those little, like, they're they're like a caramel-colored thing, and they have all the pollen just yes. shoots. Out. I can't stand them. They're in clumps all over. Yeah. And that is, you can see it on my windshield in the morning. I, it drives me crazy. And my allergies have been wacky, too, but I'm doing all right today. Yes. So the that's rain helped, I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so what else is going on in your world? Um... Well, I'm officially re-licensed for my real estate Yay. license. We had to, of course, you know, we have to take 14, whopping 14 hours of continuing it. Every two years, Miss Nisha Aurora will be up as our guest expert at the end of the show. But, um, so of course I did that and it's two days of sitting still, which it doesn't suit me well at all. But Larry Del Del Grotto is one of the best guys. I think I said this before, but by today, you had to go online and register, renew your license. So of course I Forgot, (laughs) so yesterday I went in and tried to re-up. Yes, and it was telling me that my social security number was wrong, and I'm like, what? And I'm looking at it. I'm like, that's the right number. To the point where I questioned them. That stupid computer telling me that I was wrong. I'm like, and I went and looked on my card, and it was the right number. So then I called Sunita, or as Patrick calls the two of them combined, Mm Sanisha, and said. I I can't get in. I, and tomorrow's the last. So she said, don't worry, Kimmy will do it. And toot to do Kimmy to the rescue. She called, and we got it all done this morning. So now well I am officially. Well done. For the next two years. And I said, because this is, we talked about it. It's a big anniversary. It is a big 30 years this year. Oh, I remember I was zero. living in Center City, Philadelphia. <clears throat> yep. It was 1988, and it was right around this time and i had taken the courses before i got married but never took the test until i moved to philly and started thinking i think i could do that here and then i got licensed in while i was living in philadelphia and that in and of itself was a treat to learn how to sell real estate with the wolves in philadelphia yeah good because for you. it was it's a good training ground but i went to Weikert and they were great 3 good. weeks of training in king of prussia three weeks nine to five every day you had to commit to that and then no pay just you had to do it and um it was great i mean it it was but those were the the days and i remember my first i started with weikert and then in may i had to work oh i had floor time Um, over memorial day weekend And while I was on floor time, I got my first call. It was just a guy calling and said, could you come and see my house? And we talked about it. And he said, my house is in pristine condition. And I said, oh. Good. Yeah, and it absolutely was it was absolutely gorgeous i thought you're gonna tell me no 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 it, it, we, we always worry when people say it's in pristine con- i'm thinking yes. okay pal right. Right. right okay let's see <clears throat> so we got there and i walked in and i was like oh my god it was it was beautiful yeah it was beautiful so and what section of uh Philadelphia um, was it, it in? was in it was on um sansom and it was in the like seventeen, eighteen hundred 1800 block of sansom and it in was Center absolutely, City. yeah yeah yeah, oh yeah. it was good. i was trying to think of the exact location what they call it, but it was really like the right of the proper, I guess, Center City proper. It was absolutely beautiful house. And I got to know these guys that lived there. They were wonderful. And then I was having... I was pregnant with Tommy. Mm-hmm. So then after he was born, as I said, the first couple months I tucked him in one of those things, those pouchy things you wear in front like kangaroos and I stuck them, stuck them in and he came with me everywhere. And nobody cared. They just wanted to see the house as they saw. But it was um it was quite the experience. So and then of course I have been with ERA since I said, Sunita, the other day we had dinner, which we were at Sibio's with Nisha, Sunita, you and yours truly. Uh-huh. And um, I started in her, uh, all sevens, uh, July 7th, 2007. Wow. Should we play that number? Yeah. Seven, the lucky number. <laughs> so, okay. and you know it's also uh, lucky? Maybe this is a good year. On When you get the, from the commission, the real estate commission, they give you a user ID. I'm not going to say what it is. Does it matter? Because do they change it every year? Do you know, Niche? I don't know. I don't know either. But anyway, I don't care because you have to have a password. But it, it was my the year I graduated, and two of my favorite numbers, 797979, right through. And I thought, oh, that's lucky for me. They're my good numbers. So okay. We'll see. Maybe I'm going to have a good year in real estate. <laughs> <million a> year. <laughs> we'll see. But um, anyway, so that's my story. That's what I've been doing. Of course, the weekend was great. Went to Brenda Bistoke's on, on Memorial Night for a little uh, cookout, little mm-hmm. dinner. And um, Evie rafalco McNulty and Barb O'Malley were there with us. And it was a laughing, we never stopped laughing. I'm I, sure. Spending time with Evie and Brenda together is bookended funniness. Absolutely. It was great. We had a good time.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: So so we spent four days. Actually,
2: got in four days at the beach or at at the the lake. lake. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked that I actually pulled that one off, but I did. So it was great. It was just nice to be up there and see all the neighbors who came out for real. You know, Mm -hmm. on the first big weekend. And um, our boat goes in next weekend, so I'm sure that will be something that uh,
3: Patrick will be delighted beyond words about. And how many times will he ask when we're coming up? who go on the boat every
2: weekend yes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's you better just get there i know. And let it you know, know let it. it be done i know because he's, uh, he's
3: yeah and so, did um was mm-hmm. it packed up there because that was the no. thing we thought about no Mm-mm. why because it was raining and a
2: lot of people did not come up because the forecast was for rain
3: see i thought they're there those nah. diehard
2: lake wampaw packed people no, are there they didn't there weren't that many boats on the lake either mm-hmm. um so i think this weekend or next weekend usually everybody says when the schools are out which is the second weekend of june that's when everybody comes up with the kids and the families and a lot of them stay there for the entire summer so this is kind of anticlimactic even though it's a ri- it's the original beginning of the uh, boating season let's call it that there's about 13 weeks in there but. Um, I I don't know. It just weren't that many people, and I think it has to do with the weather. Yeah, but we, maybe people just didn't feel like packing it well, all. And, we went to Kunlis. Uh, now, yeah, wait, and, let me just say, we went to Kunlis, and we got there about 5.30, or quarter, six, which is relatively early. Early. And the line was, <laughs> it was an hour and a half wait to get to the point, and we just looked at it and said, not. Mm-hmm. Well, he so, could never, No. Right? would do never they do have it.
3: a handicapped area no there? no Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: just because of the weather a lot of people were going inside right so we parked him inside but we just realized what's the point we can stand here forever it was drizzling mm-hmm. so we packed it up and we went to the newfoundland hotel i used you to know love where that, where that is yes. right and we had a fabulous fabulous dinner it was wonderful we're just so glad we did it so how, how was that crowded
3: not really. Okay No, we got we walked right in and got a table for four. Well they used to be my old customers when I um worked for Lake Ariel Bank in right. Newfoundland. Yeah. You know, when I talk about the Green Acres story going from Center City, Philadelphia <laughs> to Newfoundland, Pennsylvania. True Green Acres. Do 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 it was true because uh-huh, that's I, I was ugh, but sad. I but I loved that place. That was yes. a really neat old hotel. Yeah. So that's good. I'm glad it's still
2: going. They did a good job. They really did. We enjoyed it. And there wasn't much else to do. We, everybody was just trying to open up the cottages or, or whatever they were because nobody had been in them since October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of work to do to clean it up. Busy time. Yeah, but it was fun.
3: Well, did you see in the paper about the, um, and I think my may have told you, the um, Governor's Arts Awards will be held, the 2018 Governor's Arts Awards will be held at the Scranton Cultural Center mm-hmm. this year on August Mm-hmm. And they announced the other Tuesday, about 11 o'clock, they had the press conference for the recipients of this year's um awards, which is really cool. And that's going to happen under the beautiful roof of the Scranton Cultural Center. It is free to the public. Things will be coming out more and more. We're all, um, a bunch of us are on the committee and working towards, um, it's chaired by Gina Malski from um, Luzerne County. And uh, there's a lot, a lot of moving parts and it'll be a nice, nice day here in the Electric City for this Part, they do it, I think, it, it, I it, they well, obviously, it's in a different county every year. And how many counties do you know? Do you know how many counties are in the state of Pennsylvania? No. 20. 67. Uh, what? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they do them. And I forget when they started. I, I, I think. It wow. could be 86 or 96, I can't, 1986 or 96, and they've been doing this, and so it's really um, interesting, and um, I don't have the n- exact names in front of me, so I'll read them at a, as it gets closer to the recipients, they're local, like, statewide artists of all different levels, but one of them, are you familiar with Martin Guitars? Yeah. So... I, it, oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah so that company really is neat. being um, honored this year, and it's it is, I guess it's fourth generation guitar makers... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy was a young dude. I think he, they, he was only 30 years old when he became the president and CEO of the company after his, from his grandfather. Yeah. So I don't know if where the dad fit in that, but um, find out more about him. But it's, it's a lot of um, interesting a Pulitzer Prize winner, um, a textile artist. So it's, it's going to be pretty neat and um, looking forward to that. And again, it's being held and hosted right in good old Scranton, PA. So we're happy about that and excited it's coming up anything where well, our next guest will be telling of uh, talking a little bit about the arts so when we mention the arts it's always a good thing good a good perfect segue into what we'll be talking about next right Lynn brilliant brilliant now so that. That we'll take great. a quick break do you have anything else before yeah we... I just want to say one quick thing and sure. I'm trying to
2: find the name here but I can't get it out here um I want to say kudos to um the new president of oh, Keystone oh, yes. College Tracy, Tracy Bercavage. Br- Br-
3: yes. No. Brundage. Brundage. Excuse me. cabbage yeah. Brundage. Brundage. Yes. Well, so Burkavage. we just want to say um, congratulations to her. I, mean, I, I think, think it's that's, great. That's wonderful news. And I guess since it's a university, is a Keystone What is the College. deal with it? Well, no. But what's the difference between, because they said Margareta Chamberlain was a past she's the first beside that since it's what a four-year school yes, or something a four-year okay. school okay. Yeah, it
2: was two so, years when and Margarita, when she was so yes. she's the
3: first of the four years so mm-hmm. congratulate i was and she's uh she was promoted so yes from within she was the provost right yeah yeah i think that's neat we'll have to maybe she'll come on and talk to us a maybe little bit. she will that'd that's, be nice that's terrific. I'd like to welcome her to the community. To her. yeah that's great mm-hmm. okay so we will be right back you're listening to laurie and lynn show we'll um stay tuned we'll be right back
2: I am the I'm the managing director of a new company called Women of Substance, which is designed for the special financial needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play.
3: And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we in the house have one of my own flesh and blood, shall we say. We have the lovely Jessica Cadden. Adam Osborne, who is my cousin, (laughs) along with Mr. Brad Morgan, who is the executive director of Clock Tower Theater. And he's also the director of this theater company. I want to say Clock Tower Theater Company, Brad, executive director. And he's also the director of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, which is going to be premiering. Well, not premiering, but one night only, right? Premiering in Scranton, right? It's the first Um, on June 16th at 7. 730 at the theater at north which is a beautiful facility and also here is the, the we, ha- we i suggest you got to bring your your um, co-star in this so we have the 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 very handsome too i will oh. say you men are handsome jessica's gorgeous um jake wentland who stars as brick and jessica as maggie and this is happening for one night you guys are tell us to set this up tell us where you've been doing it and how you were able to then bring it one night to scranton anyone can jump in on that Brad, do you want to take a hold of that, sure. Since it's your
2: territory. So
1: um we open tonight actually in Endicott, New York at a place called the Sidemore Stage which is a theater company that I have or a theater facility that I've been associated with for over 25 years. I've been performing and directing and involved up there with that company for a long time. Um so we do it for two weekends up there and then uh bring it for just only one performance here in Scranton on the 16th uh, oh, as you June.
3: mentioned
1: 7:30. Uh-huh. So um we're breaking legs for tonight.
3: There you go. Well, I know, just that you guys have been traveling. So how far do you... What's the ride to Endicott? How, how far is it? It's about an hour. An hour, yeah. It's yeah. A right up 81, north on yeah. 81, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Um, Cat on a hot tin roof. Just in case people don't know, because I, I think I told you I royally screwed up here the other day, a couple weeks ago. We, because now Broadway's all over. We got a. She said, uh, "Lynn said we, the main, the rain in plant in Spain stays." we were talking. I just had to go on. She goes, "Oh, I thought you were going to sing it." I said, "Not why? That's not a song." She goes, "Yes, it is." I go, <laughs> "It is." Now I know in my mind I knew that, but I really wasn't look. I was just. Thinking, I don't know where I went with it. And I forgot all about my fair lady. Like, I just don't remember that at all. And right after I said it, I felt like it you know what when i said i don't know because i think i know a lot so i (laughs) forgot about that and then i'm watching last week cbs sunday morning and they had that woman who's in the movie who's in the play on broadway uh diana rigg or riggs Uh whatever and she and i'm like oh this is haunting me because i just said i didn't know my fair lady and then i said to someone the other day and she started singing the whole song to me I'm like I know that. I don't know why it blocked out. So anyway, just for on the on the just so in case there's someone out there like me who forgets what Cat on a Hot Tin Roof is all about the play, could somebody just give a brief description of it? Is there a song, by the way, that's part
4: of that so we can sing <laughs> it? No, we can give you no. some bits of text uh, yeah. so if you guys want some monologues. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's not a musical, so there's no, no, no music. musical. People will most likely remember the adaptation for from film, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Taylor, although that screenplay is quite different from the actual play itself. Is it really? Yeah. I never it's, knew that. It's letting up bits and a, pieces, wow. although there is a, a made-for-TV movie with Jessica Lange and Tommy Lee Jones, I want to say. Is sounds right. Love it. That's more like a play for film, um, so people may know that one, too. But this is a Tennessee Williams play mm-hmm. about some familial struggles, some relationship struggles, and um, funny enough, Lori, because I think you and I were having a conversation a very real life conversation about this when I met you the other day, but it's about truth within a family. So you know, we all have, most of us anyways, this thing, maybe there's like a big familial secret or, you know, the elephant in the room I keep pertaining, um, referring to it as, and that's sort of what's happening in this family and in this relationship between Maggie and Brick who um jake and i play so it's the um the struggles and the joys successes failures Mm -hmm. of um that within a a big family a big southern family
3: well i think too i use the term all the time the name of this play because i'll say they were as nervous or as fidgety or as crazy as a cat on a hot tin roof i say that all the time and not even thinking of it just thinking you know because it makes sense i mean that's it's i love the name of it i just love everything about it so i'm thinking and tennessee williams i mean dear god can't get any better but um it's how do you feel like how do you go let's do when you decided to try out or audition i guess i should say and brad you're trying to figure out which how do you pick plays how do you how does that process work for you within your company
1: Well, the picking of the play, I mean, this is a classic. So as a director, as an actor, you know, acting something written by Tennessee Williams is always a joy Mm -hmm. and a pleasure just to delve into creatively. But um, I had a very good friend of mine um, who was the epitome of Big Daddy, which is the father figure in this play. And for years we were discussing, I really want to see you in that role. I really want to see you in that role. And when we were, when I decided about this season... I, I said immediately, we have to do this. You mm-hmm. have to play it. Now, unfortunately, he became ill and has some, some um, medical issues that he's dealing with and couldn't do it. So uh, we got, fortunately, someone else great to play the role and step in because you need a really strong actor in that part, mm-hmm. as well as in Brick and Maggie um, to make the show uh, worthwhile. So, I mean, it was really just happenstance and, and knowing um, someone who was... You wanted to play the role, uh, and that's how we picked it. But uh, well, and I
4: don't think there's really any actor, or any director out there that wouldn't love an opportunity to sink their teeth into mm-hmm. this material. Oh, that's great. So it's not the kind of thing you have to really go home and say, think oh, about, "I need, right? I yeah. need three it's, days to think about this." Yeah. But did, but there. this guy though is that you're saying? Do you do you mean he?
3: Because I'm sure that happens to directors and actors. I don't I don't know when you see someone the way they act normally in real life, they can remind you of a, a character. Is that what you're saying about this guy? Or you knew his role, he would play the perfect version of this guy? What what was it there? Well,
1: part of having a theater company is you have to pick plays that you know you can cast from your immediate uh-huh. of actors around right. you. You know, I'm not going to New York and auditioning people. So right. So getting people locally. So if you know the movie of Burl Ives, he was, I mean, he was the epitome okay. of Burl Ives. Mm-hmm. looked like him, you know. Uh, and so when, you know, half the battles there is I have my big daddy, you know, I I have that role cast. I know I have someone solid there to play that. I don't have to go searching or looking or hoping that I can find someone.
4: Mm -hmm. But I think you bring up an interesting topic, and I've taken um, a really special class in New York, with this, what is his last name? Sam, I wanted to say Shepherd. Uh, <laughs> I, de- I wish it was yes, Sam no. Shepherd. I wish. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry, Sam, I forget his last name in this moment. But it was a class based on, it wasn't about the craft of acting, but it was about identifying your own essence, sort of this um, thematic through line within you that's archetypal almost, something that we all understand through any universal language. It's a thing that human beings can understand, but it's, it's your facet of that, Within you. So he did fun stuff like break apart, you know, the top three stars that you know and look at the films that they've done, and you say, oh my God. And every um, film, Keanu Reeves is experiencing some measure of extreme luck or unluck, um, you know, in this essence of being lucky in uh-huh. their real lives and in there. Or Tom Hanks, oh my God, he's always unprepared. He's always finding himself in a situation where he's completely cast away, force it's gone big, where he's in a position that he can't. what is he going to do with these circumstances that he is not prepared for? So you can go in and find, ah, no matter the time period, the circumstances of the play, what's written, me, myself, as Jessica, as Jake, as the actor, have something within them that is, um, we are, um, it's it's our thing, it's our essence. And through the given circumstances, we can show that that's part of our message, our very individual message as an artist. Um, so I do think that, you know, there are particular actors that are meant for certain roles uh-huh. because of that, because yeah. of the story that's being told.
3: Yeah, I think it's neat. And and Jake, mm-hmm. talk a little bit about your background. We talked earlier. Um, you said you're from Buffalo. Yeah, really. um, yep. um Do you like Buffalo hot wings and all that kind of stuff? Well,
5: I mean, I did. I'm a, I'm a vegan. Oh, now, okay.
3: Well, so well that's a big difference. <laughs> I know. I, I, my We're Buffalo relatives are like, crawling
5: right now. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> well, okay, one, you're originally from <laughs> Buffalo, one.
5: but then I'm now living in the Binghamton, Endicott area. Okay. That sort of um, jumble of cities, right there. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I uh, went to school up there and um, have a degree in acting, and have also worked at uh, the Cider Mill Stage, um, that that venue for a number of years, um, in various roles, and was lucky enough to hook up with Brad through some some um, common. Mutual friends. Mutual friends. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mutual <laughs> friends, uh, and be a part of this.
2: Yeah. Jake, what do you love about acting?
5: What do I love? Oof, what I love about acting? Um, I love, I love the characters. I think, I think every story, before we even get into what's actually happening between people or what's happening in terms of text coming off the page, right? The words. I think it starts at the character. Like there's a there's a breathing, functioning person there that you can flesh out right and then if you can take that fleshed out person that fleshed out character and put them on stage in a circumstance with another actor and and sort of let them bounce off each other the play just sort of springs from there mm-hmm. right um and so that i get to try on so many different things depending on the play depending on the circumstances is what i love um, well s-
2: With what Jessica just said about Mm -hmm. finding that essence of who you are. And And as you were saying that, Jessica, I was thinking about the roles of some of these great actors. And you said about Tom Hanks always being in situations where... He doesn't know how he's going to get out of it. I just think what it did with Sully, you know that, mm-hmm. and you're saying, "Wow, there's a classic." Castaway, yeah, it's all the same thing. So, what do you find that that in the characters that you've played? Mm-hmm. What are those characters? What's the essence of of you in those characters that you love? Oh
5: man, oh, <laughs> sorry, man. To, just be ready because you're coming up deep, next deep. to that one. <laughs> um, well, I hope it's not too dramatic, but I think I would say uh, like deep internal conflict okay. um, so i know yeah I don't well that's don't we all but yeah, yeah that's,
2: but that's perfect in the play you're talking about right cat right. the hot tin roof yeah
5: the sort of balancing of of what is right versus what you're doing uh-huh. at all times and which yeah. one's going to win at any given second I and
4: think. what uh, and what about you jess what, what would you say same thing or well and i thought of his name sam christensen hey. Hey. Hey, this, um because i fell in love with him as a human too um his work but Back, and that was probably six years ago or so, we found through these tests and cool studies that mine was escape. Mm. Okay. And I sort of meditated on it for a bit and then put it to the side. And sure enough, I find that in things that come to me, there is an essence. And it's one end of the spectrum or the other. So either staying too long or escaping too soon. And I think Maggie, obviously a cat on a hot tin roof, um, is definitely no stranger to that situation. Staying yeah. for as long as she can, even yeah. though she feels this deep instinct to jump off, mm-hmm. she won't for her own reasons. Mm. Escape. that's cool i yeah. love it yeah it is cool. and see how quickly this
3: time just flew right by so yes. uh, i'm gonna say we're gonna i'm gonna tell everyone how they can get tickets they can get through the website is that or just go to north brad what do you say on that
1: uh there's multiple ways directly online clocktower mm-hmm. uh, Clock clocktower theater has a facebook page the theater at north has a facebook page with links for tickets or uh, www.thetheateratnorth.com links for tickets Or you can call the box office, 570-703-0846. Okay,
3: great. Well, we'd like to thank jake wentland who's playing brick jessica cadden osborne who is maggie and brad morgan who's the executive director of clock tower theater company and the and the director of cat on a hot tin roof which will be here premiering on june 16th at the theater at north starting at seven doors open it or the play starts at 7:30. so look out google it you'll find it it'll be there break a leg all of you and Jess just so we know Jess danced at the ballet theater of Scranton she was she was a rockette for many years Mm -hmm. she does every yoga she's unbelievable I love her I have to give all those (laughs) shouts out to my cousin because I love her thanks (laughs) Thanks for coming everybody thank you so much and it's so good to hear a male's voice we haven't had it on the show yeah I know quite some time all right we'll be right back you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show
2: Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Wonderful. Good. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a new financial planning firm specifically for the needs of baby boomer women called Women of Substance. And I am also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play.
3: And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. And with us today, Follow that last act, Nisha. How about that? (laughs) I know. Nisha Aurora, who is the general counsel for ERA, One Source Realty. Nisha, or ERA, I was going to say Nisha has. ERA has 10 in 10 counties, 7 offices, and 10,000 agents. 6 offices now. 6 offices? Yeah. We brought it in a little bit. All right. 6 offices, 10 counties, or are we up to 11 now? Uh, We're like 12 counties. Oh, Oh, change those numbers. Over over 100 agents. I okay. always, you know, I inflate the agents. Every- yeah,
6: we have 89 <laughs> agents, I think, okay. right Okay, well, so. all right, so it's- see inflation. 89 best okay. friends I get there to hang go. out with and talk to every day. Uh-huh. Love okay. them all. Um, so what's going on up there? Well, so we've had um, some new staff members join us. Our lovely Leah Ginokopoulos is full-time with us now. She was just an agent um, for the past four years she set her license, Um, so she joined full-time, which makes my life very much more fun at work because we're also friends, so it's nice nice to have... Um, someone young and hip in the office. <laughs> Are you saying there's Thank no young you. hip bro- broads over there? Um, <laughs> okay. Leah's 29, so she's like super young and hip. Oh, yeah. And yeah, mm. so she's like pure millennial. There.
3: Mm, yeah, all Snapchatting great. her
6: day away. Okay. Um, so we've been having a lot of fun actually doing, finally, I have someone who will do video content with me um, because I've been begging everyone to do videos. And Leah does, we've been doing Tuesday Talks. Um, so we kind of stole some inspiration from you two, and we have our own little <laughs> real estate video. Tuesday, Talk. For how long? It's, uh, two it's like two minutes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but we were thinking of maybe trying to start a podcast too, Lynn. What do you think? <laughs> So okay. I think it's wonderful. Yeah,
2: yeah.
6: that's Do like it. next year's project. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we've been doing that, and um, we've kind of we've had a lot of new agents join, which is really exciting and keeping us really busy training them on all the new tools. And our tech tools keep evolving. Um, but uh, we just spent three days at corporate a couple of weeks ago. I'm getting a refresher course on how technologically advanced ERA is as a franchise. Actually. Is or isn't. Is. Yeah. Okay. You know, ERA stands for Electronic Realty Associates. No, I, I never, never knew, knew. I, yeah, I that's didn't know that's weird. That. Yeah. Okay. Um and there's a new CEO, his name is Simon Chen. He's actually only he's not yet forty. I think he's thirty nine. I'm gonna say he's a millennial too. Um he he basically is uh, but he's, he came from Silicon Valley. Like, he was a CEO of a bunch of different real estate tech startup companies. He worked. He, that's his background. So our company, Focus, and Realogy, which is the parent company right. of... I mean, a lot of people don't know that all the real estate giants live under one roof. Right, in Madison, which is New amazing
3: to me. It's yeah. ERA or ERA, the Banker,
6: 21s, right? Century Twenty One, Sotheby's, um, Long and Foster, no Corcoran Group, Corcoran Group, okay, sorry. Um, and Better Homes and Gardens. Okay, um, all have the same parent company. So the focus now is on tech, and because our CEO is so young and comes from such a big tech background. ERA is getting all the tech tools first, which is really exciting, Um, even for everyone who doesn't want to use them. But once they use them, they love them. Are you looking at me? Yeah, I'm looking at you. I know. Are you looking at me? (laughs) Yep. Okay. So we've been doing that and um, we've kind of been, uh, we're getting ready for our awards celebration, Uh our annual awards. We just picked the date, June 19th for everybody to honor them and do our luncheon. Where, do you know where you're having it yet? I think we're going still... to do it at the office this year. Oh, all right. Well, that's good. It I looks have grand visions of a uh, barbecue. That would be
3: nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I like it. So we do like mind, a tent outside and I'm then have... I'm thinking Yeah, I like that. Or, well, then you'll draw publicity. You'll draw mm-hmm. attention to your own facility. Well, I wanted to
6: do a charity... Like yard sale mm-hmm. this we summer. We talked about that yeah. last week. Yeah. yeah, where I have everyone come. But maybe we'll try out this barbecue first. Yeah, see what happens. I like that quarter. idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll do a charity yard sale for my birthday. Yeah, October. another time. Another time. <laughs> Just all this party planning. Thank God I have Leah <laughs> now good to make. do this. Yeah. So um, and we have um a new campaign going on with our advertising where we're honoring uh. experienced in our agents who've been with us for a really long time so Lori I know is talking that it's her 30th year of being in real estate which is amazing how many years
3: have you been with ERA since 2007 so 11 11.
6: yeah
3: yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so we're honoring
6: three of our agents um, in this they will be in this week's home source which was out on Wednesday um, and it's, or is it next week's Home Source? Sorry, yeah, th- next
3: week's. I didn't see yeah. it. I didn't see it. Yeah, this so, week,
6: so it'll be out um, following the Wednesday after everyone's listening to this. So we have Bob Regil, who's been. With, oh, he's such a good guy. Yeah, he's, and he's really funny, actually, yeah, too. Yeah,
3: he's a nice man. So a shout out to
6: Bob. Um, his wife, Diana, used to be at PNC, so I used to see her every day when I did the banking, but she's retired now. Bob. No plans on retiring. he'll yep,
3: keep going, Bob. Mm-hmm. And he
6: comes from a corporate background, so his approach to real estate is very structured. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he'll get, set up your appointments, work all day with you. Um, so he's been with us for 14 years, I think, 12 or 14 years. And then we have um, our other agent for this weeks is lori harsh she's yeah bob's been with us for 14 years lori's been with us for 14 years um she's used to be at the hamlin office when we had an office in case mm-hmm. plaza in hamlin and she's come down to Clark summit so she's a regular at the clerk she's, nice, she's a nice
3: she's sweetie too mm-hmm.
6: and then we have a special a thank you also to michelle connor who has been with us not as long as the other two but she's had a real estate license since 2006 i believe Um, So a nice little spread for the three of them. And we're going to continue on with all of the rest of our experienced agents who've been with us for so long. And a big thank you to everybody. Uh, One by one, you'll be in the newspaper. But that's the reason we keep moving our way to the top. So we're really, really proud of everyone. And we're proud of our new agents also. But sometimes I think we focus so much on recruiting and getting new agents Mm -hmm. into the business that we forget about... You know, the ones who the tried are tried
3: and true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. And everyone has something different to offer. Right. So,
3: well, it's, you know, this business is very difficult. Yes. Um, and because it's not a, steady paycheck unless no. you have weekly settlements, right? <laughs> and then that becomes your weekly pay. And even then it's so, I mean, seasonal, like yeah. no one's buying houses mm-hmm. in the dead of winter. Or you can count on and something will happen and it's delayed a couple of days or, you know, it's not an easy, it's not an easy thing to do, no. um, but, and to, and to stick to it, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've only for several, couple of years out of the 30, I've, I've done it full time. But most of the time, it's something I do extra. Well, you don't like to go show houses all day long on a Saturday? No. Mm -mm. No, I don't. (laughs) Been there, done that, no interest any longer. But you know what? If somebody needed me to do it, I would go and do it. But, like, that's, you know, that, it doesn't even, does that even happen with the Internet now? Do people really want that, or do they kind of get a feel... You know, now it's so much easier because years ago, you would see, like, you would have to go through a book. Even before the MLS was Mm -hmm. computerized, you'd have to go through a book and look at one little picture and what was in it. And you you had to take, you had no choice but to take people in because otherwise they wouldn't know what it was. It used to be once a week you got
6: the book. Right. And so this... Now I'm giving away how long I've actually been forced to work. in <laughs> no, but it's in. true. I was, I was like horrible. child labor at Sanita's yeah. real estate it office. It was terrible. <laughs> when Ten you think years about it. You got the book once a week. It was black and white. Yep. It was the same with the paper blue cover, mm-hmm. a powder blue cover. Yeah, like the yellow pages, that really yeah. thin paper. And the pictures would be these little black and white yep. pictures right. with the MLS With the number. information. Mm-hmm. And then each agent had their own fact sheet that they would do. Mm-hmm. The MLS required the certain information, the room sizes, all that stuff. Um, but I remember I hated the fact that they were handwritten, so I instituted a typewriter. I brought a typewriter to the office. Like, 12-year-old Nisha brought a brother typewriter brother. to the <laughs> office and started typing up everyone's mm. fact sheets.
3: Oh, and then
6: we gosh. would glue stick, I didn't like the Scotch tape mark, so I would glue stick <laughs> the actual photograph on there and um, photocopy them.
3: Well, because it, it really was really bizarre when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. I now, remember very doing it when I was looking for
2: the first house, mm-hmm. uh, going. We I just said, you know, to me it's the same thing as buying and buying new glasses. What we talked about, yeah. You walk in there and you see all of this, and you go into overwhelm. And I just said, uh, forget about and, but it. But
3: then, it, if, if you <clears throat> were working the floor, you'd have a binder with everything mm-hmm. that you had to flip through. It yeah. Was,
6: it and we we would cross-reference it by alphabetical, by street name, and MLS number, so then you could find it. But then, like. People, I mean, that's hard, manually saying on the phone, hold on a second while I flip through this and find the information yeah, you're was, looking was, for. And it was and phone. It, there were no cells. Yeah, so back then. There were no cell phones. You had to come to the office to do your floor uh-huh. time. You couldn't do it remotely. So right. the profession for sure has changed. Like, we didn't need all that office space. That's why we brought in one of those offices because I don't want my agent sitting in the office. You I want there's them. There's no reason. Yeah, yeah, I want them out. And... Basically, our tech tools allow you to be completely mobile. You can run your entire real estate business. And it is a business. Each agent is, I look at it as an independent business that we help them run um, from their cell phone. Yeah. You do need a smartphone to be able to do it. You can't have a flip phone anymore. But um, yeah, ERA, we're still technology masters. It was Electronic Realty Associates, 1971, the first real estate company to have a fax machine. Wow, that's how it started. Wow,
3: and John Foley. I was just going to say, John, John had the original ERA franchise here. Yeah, you know John here. Foley, yeah. right? Big I shout love out John to him. Foley. He's, he's one the of best. our. Yeah, he's one of our. Yeah. He's an agent. He's also the county assessor, and uh, he's a, a, a per, broker and, and he's an appraiser, a, right? An appraiser. Yeah. And John is the absolute. I love him, and he's my children's great uncle, and he's he is he's the best. He's adorable,
6: and um, he knows or met the. Um, Jim Jackson, I think, who is the founder of the ERA franchise. Okay, that, That's where John got his ERA franchise yeah, long, from. Yeah, a long, long time ago. He so was, talk yep. about a shout out to the OG there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like the... Wow. Yeah. I mean, we all really? do a special... Award for him. Don't let well you now. I just, you better should, now. Really he a,
3: should have a big his face. Just open the page and, and there's his face. That's John's definitely
6: do. not listening, but don't tell him if you're listening. And you know him. we're gonna do a surprise for him. Well, so no Sony surprise. You just no. sent it out. To <laughs> no, so yeah. Yeah, I
3: know. <laughs> but see, yeah, he is. He really. But I, remember, I If you didn't say that, that's what I, I was going mm-hmm. to say. John had that first franchise. Yeah,
6: and he. Um, so like, there's this big thing now with ERA Corporate. Um, like we have all these retro uh, logo T-shirts and at our big conference, everyone got matching Converse sneakers. Um, like e- Chuck Taylor mm-hmm. sneakers, yeah. really? Yeah, and then they just released new Nike ones that you can work out in. Oh my God, I um, love With the ERA on Yeah, them? with the logo on them, which is really cool. So someone did, as a charity, um, raising money for charity, the original ERA logo, which really looks similar to the Pan Am logo. So we really? got these gray T-shirts when we went to Las Vegas for the conference, and we all wore them with jeans oh, and our cool. Chuck Taylors. Even Sunita wore her oh, Chuck Taylors. Wow. <laughs> Were
3: they, like, platform? Uh. No. By any- <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, Sunita. Okay, well... On that note, we're taking, um, we're leaving because yeah. we're, our time is up. And we had so, too much fun today. Nisha, thank you. Thank you, Carl. Thanks for everything. Lynn. Yes, dear. Have a good weekend. <clears throat> you Jake too. Jake and Jess. Break a leg, baby. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening. Have a good weekend. Be nice. And please be safe. Bye. Bye.